some of the trolls that we're afraid of is the actual people in our inner circle, in our inner communities, the people we love, the people that we call family. It's our community that we're scared of. Welcome to the Hella Rich Podcast, a podcast for women of color entrepreneurs who want to get hella rich in time, money, and joy with your business coaches, Alison Carpio and Nadia Diala. Hey, make sure you join the party in our free Facebook group, Hella Badass Women of Color Entrepreneurs. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Hella Badass W-O-C. If you want support in growing your business, to check out our membership, Let's Get Hella Rich, where you get coaching support and training from me and Allison every single month with live calls, Facebook Lives, and a whole online community that is private for all our members. So let's head on over to letsgethellarich.com and join in community together. Welcome back to the Hella Rich Podcast. Allison and I have one question for you. Are you afraid of marketing and sharing your business and who you are because of the trolls and the haters out there in the world, probably mainly in the social media world and whatever platform, on the internets, on the interwebs. (laughs) And we're here to say we really want to encourage you to never hide yourself or your message because you're scared of trolls coming up in your comment section or newsletters because your people are waiting for you to show up. So this came up for a number of reasons, but what I wanted to start with is that, you know, we specifically work with black, indigenous women and femmes of colors who are entrepreneurs. And we wanted to take a moment to break down what quote unquote trolls meant (laughs) for when we heard our clients and members of Let's Get Hella Rich say they're afraid of trolls, afraid of showing up, afraid of haters. And when we really thought about this while mapping up this episode, Allison and I were like, okay, the obvious types of haters are racist, sexist, maybe even bots with zero followers, mm. bros, random bros, bros, uh, basic bitches. Yeah, and maybe even non white folks, right? Whether men, women, et cetera. But on a deeper note, on a more intimate level, what we noticed when we dove into these fears with some of our members, And seeing it in our free Facebook group too, frankly, is some of the trolls that we're afraid of is the actual people in our inner circle, in our inner communities, the people we love, the people that we call family. It's our community that we're scared of. And whether that comes in the form of I'm worried that my prospects will be turned off by me, my audience, or even my family, my peers, my mentors, like what will they think of me? And even old colleagues or the folks in your nine to five that you ditch to get all in on your business, which if you did, awesome. <laughs> um, but, you know, one of our clients' cousins and siblings unfortunately turned on her when she started her business and gave up her traditional job and were hating on her TikToks, hating on her Instagram reels, basically saying, are you serious? This is not a real profession. This is not Mm. a real business, Mm. right? That pain can really run deep. 
so deep that sometimes it makes our members and our clients falter and feel stuck or scared and it delays them from sharing themselves because they have to focus on healing over and over again, right? Mm -hmm. And it's also like, you know, they're afraid of sharing because of the trolls. The trolls come and they're like, well, I was right. I shouldn't have shared this because of the trolls. Exactly. And it becomes this vicious cycle that they fall in. Right. And so... One of the things that Allison and I were really digging into were, yeah, there's all these haters and trolls and people you don't even know, but it is really something when it's the people closest to you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, like this is really hitting home for me because, you know, it's like I'm doing a lot of inner trauma healing from my childhood with an amazing somatic therapist. And we're digging a lot into a lot of these memories. And for me, like, you know, my parents love them. (laughs) Immigrants from the Philippines, they would constantly criticize me and, you know, give me that kind of feedback. So I've had that growing up. And, you know, I've had that since I was little, since, you know, getting grades in school. And to experience those similar situations in business to really put myself out there on Instagram, on Facebook, on lives, in my email list, that fear comes up. And a lot of the times I know I have put something out there and I've gotten mansplained when I was teaching something. Oh, the mansplaining. (laughs) It never stops. It never stops. And it's just something that we will always deal with, especially as women of color and especially as we own our voice yes. and our values as women of color. The way I look at it, it's if there are people who are upset or they're feeling some kind of way about it and they're making it very clear that they are not for me and I am not for them, that tells me that I am being very clear about my messaging, about what I'm about, what I offer, what I stand for. Right. Yeah. And that's something we want to promote and encourage everybody we work with that when you are willing to take a stand it is so clear who you are meant to work with, who you're meant to share your magic with, and who is aligned with you. They will flock towards you, I promise, the more and more you stand for something. I think what happens when we are scared of the trolls is, one, we might not even take up space and be visible for people to find us. And two, we might be watering down our message and our stances. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think we work with anybody who doesn't have a strong stance on shit, right? Like everybody has a very strong stance. But (laughs) when it comes to things to say, right, they've got (laughs) hella things to say. And once they start writing, I think they freeze up thinking, oh, but what if? And I just want to encourage you if that's you. Like Allison said, the trolls will always come. I mean, I posted a reel on LinkedIn, basically along the lines of mansplaining, but gaslighting, one form of it is when someone calls you too sensitive. And nothing but woman of color said, thank you, this is awesome, I'm implementing this right away. All the comments blew up, and the two men who commented were the ones who mansplained me and said, well, actually, you should probably do X. And actually, I think it's best (laughs) to do X, like complete opposite advice. And all the things that I know, deep down, I know who I am sending that message to is not for them. And I know that actually, it's very funny, everything they mansplained was something that clients like ours have to unlearn. 
right? The people pleasing, mm-hmm. the freezing, not knowing what to say because everybody told us to avoid conflict and put our heads down and not rock the boat, right? So I know that those are the instances where I do want to engage. But anyway, no, it's almost like they're part of the problem, you know, like exactly. they're, they're part of the problem. They're jumping in. They're like, actually, this is why it is. And here I am to mansplain and tell you what exactly. I think it is. And you should not, yeah. you know, stand against me. <laughs> well, what it was, was that I said, here are two things you can say to have open, effective conversations when someone calls you, you're too sensitive or says something along the lines like, geez, I was just joking. Can't you take a joke in your mm. business? Right. Or basically I promoted what you can do. Cause most of the times I think a lot of folks will stay quiet, especially women of color. Mm-hmm. Cause it's emotional it's labor, et cetera. Yeah. It's what we've been taught. And the two men were like, well, I think it's best to save your energy and just walk away from those things. And it's just like, what would you do? I, and it's cool because it actually invited a different perspective. And in the comments, I asked, well, what would you do if you were being gaslit every single day? Would you really walk away every single day? And it's just, it was interesting. Like I did no response. Them. Oh, no, no response. I got some. I got some. I, I don't even know. You'll have to read it. It was just like, okay, that doesn't answer my question, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then what I got to do, though, was write, well, here's why when I work with Black, Indigenous, women, and friends of color, they typically have X as their lived experience. And this is one way they are trying to have those open, effective conversations because they are tired of staying quiet and playing small and stuffing mm-hmm. themselves into a box of internalized oppression. All these things that I'm like, it's clear, you don't know, but... I think once upon a time, I would have shrunk by something like that and would have been like, oh my gosh, one person is against me. Even if there were all these other comments, everybody always focuses on the one bad thing yep. versus yep. all the I've good. I've seen that too. Yeah. Right. It's like with email, it's like, oh my gosh, but I got five unsubscribes. And I'm like, but you got how many sales? You got how many replies? Like it's, it's okay. Unsubscribes are a good thing. I remember sending out an email about the coup that happened on January 6th Mm -hmm. at the time of this recording. It's January 11th. So it's within the week of that happening. So I sent an email about it and, you know, making it very clear, like this is a space for black indigenous people of color if you're not cool with that, please unsubscribe. Do us both a solid. Like, I'm just being real here. I only got 40 unsubscribes. I sent it out to like 900 people. I was mm. like, where are the more unsubscribes? I know there's more people who are not cool with that. But regardless, <laughs> like, it's... I it's want the haters. I want the haters. Where are the I want them at? off my list. I want them off my list. Get off. I don't want you here. Uh, um, but what it's a, like... What a problem. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I was being clear and that's good. And, you know, if I were only looking at how many people unsubscribed, that would tell me that was an unsuccessful email. Bro markers would be like, oh, yeah, you failed. You like got rid of a lot of people. But it's like, actually, in this situation, it's a really good thing. And I know I am impacting so many more people instead. It's so true. And another example was one other client who does fitness and wellness and posted something in our Facebook group about a troll who was in her inner gym circle. She posted something about promoting to wear a mask while working out to be, you know, contributing to the greater good of our wellness and health and society during times of COVID-19 and a pandemic. 
I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's wonderful. I and think that's beautiful. I see a lot of <laughs> fitness influencers who are working out without masks. So she was right. doing a very beautiful and amazing thing by wearing a mask while working out at right. a gym. And promoting the message. I think it was something along the lines of don't be an ass, wear a mask was literally what she put in that. And a bro, that's the gym bro that she knew in the gym she went to, was basically in her comment section saying, that's fake news, that's not real, masks aren't really effective. And she was very angry (laughs) in our group and took up so much space, which is always welcome. Our space is just as much as a Mm -hmm. place of thriving as it is for being hella real. She was super angry. And what that shows, though, is that she hit a nerve for people to really show that she's taking a stand for something. And part of her magic is that she cares about the overall holistic wellness of others and cares about fitness even during times of a pandemic and ways Mm -hmm. you can still stay healthy. And I mean, I would have resonated with that message for sure. I think we are probably more aligned with her ideal audience and ideal clients than this bro is. Right. And it's something we see a lot in our membership, too. I mean, she's not the only one. There are people who have shared their voice and shared their message in the form of a post. They made a strong stance. And then these situations happen. And then on the other side, there are people who are afraid to even say something at all. So we're speaking to both of that and also just showing these examples of people who have, like our members who have taken a stance and all we see is the trolls right now. There are a lot of people who are supporting her and they're doing what's called like the invisible engagement where they're like seeing that, maybe they're saving it, but they're seeing that they're like, yeah, that really resonates with me because not everyone's going to comment on it the people who are angry and the trolls will comment on it so when we're looking at this it's important to know that there's so many other people that you are impacting even if they are not commenting on it right and here's the thing i used to be so scared about talking about my past experiences in my tech career and the white-centered workplace that I worked at and all the ways white people actually hurt me in the workplace and offended me and how that informs how I show up in my businesses today. And, you know, I had to do a lot of coaching around it to unlearn that. And ever since I started sharing those types of stories, I do feel that energetic shift in how much more people align with my messages because I am sharing that truth that I used to be so scared. And it was a matter Mm -hmm. of what it broke down to in my coaching with my life coach at the time was I am still giving space to these past oppressors and I no longer want to do that in my business. Mm. And it shows up in deeper ways like that for content. And Allison, I know you got mansplained at for something you just taught yeah. in a video and someone mansplained you. I remember that. And I remember screenshot it and was like, who is this guy? Because he, he mansplained your exact lesson back to like, you. Yeah, he just said that. And it's not like repeating it in a way of like, yeah, I get it. You know, like there's a way to show that you understand by explaining it back to them. But he was like condescending, talking down, like, actually, it's this. And it's like, that's what I just said, homie. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I totally resonate with you about that, about talking about when you protecting your oppressors. I mean, I love that you 
talk about it that way because sometimes our trolls are oppressors. And mm-hmm. for me, I mean, when I talk about being in these white masterminds, my past coaches who were white people, and even how I am now like talking directly to BIPOC entrepreneurs on Instagram and calling out white supremacy, calling out colonialism, there was definitely a part of me that was also protecting them as well by holding this message in. And now that it's out there, a lot of people who resonate with my message are making themselves known. And how would I have known if they were even out there if I didn't share it with them at all? Exactly, exactly. That was the same thread of, I know that I am holding myself back to make people who made me uncomfortable more comfortable than me. And Mm -hmm. anyone who's listening to this, do not make yourself less comfortable for someone else's comfort, especially when there are seriously people out there who are waiting for your magic. They are waiting for your services. I have another restaurant metaphor because that's what I do here. Please do. So let's say metaphors. (laughs) You have a restaurant, right? You have this restaurant, you have this amazing food and you're like, I know this cuisine. I know this menu is going to make so many souls happy. Are you going to feed the trolls or are you going to feed the people who you want to serve? Right? So that's the same thing when you're sharing your message. You don't want to feed the trolls. You don't want to protect your oppressors. You can block, delete, ignore as many of the bros or trolls as you need to unapologetically just remember these trolls aren't paying your bills Mm -hmm. the second thing i'll say here is find yourself a group of people your community that's going to lift you up and to support you on this journey that is entrepreneurship i mean it's why we created let's get hella rich let's get hella rich is a great community for you if you are a black indigenous woman of color or a femme of color entrepreneur i love that you said that huh yeah so so if only there were a community <laughs> right oh right, right there is and one there last is. thing i would say is learn to practice acceptance of You cannot control the trolls and the haters out there. What you can control is if you show up and take up space or not. All right. Before you leave, as always, if you are a woman or femme of color entrepreneur listening to this episode and thinking, damn, you just straight up dragged me. I'm hella scared of taking up space and visibility on the online social media world because of trolls, bros, and haters. Then don't you worry. We got you. Go ahead and go to letsgethellarich.com and see what our private community and program is offering. All about info will also be in the show notes and you get two bi-weekly calls per month one mindset session led by me and one strategy session led by allison and we'll brainstorm on the spot or review anything you're building or creating and give you instant marketing feedback as well as content feedback and mindset feedback and ways you can show up more powerfully in your business and hustle. And you'll also get access to all previous recordings like our pricing workshop or content workshop, 
as well as our signature courses in the membership hub. And every week in our private community, we go live answering all questions with expert opinions and advice and strategy from the previous week. And that's all included in your membership. So remember, you don't have to do business alone. Let's get hella rich together. We're excited to see you there. Thank you.